everybody. Welcome back to the You Are Not An Artist podcast. Um, I promised I'd be here this week to do another chapter for our book club, uh, which we're reading Artwork uh, by Heather Bondari and Jonathan Melber. So I'm here again, and I'm very excited because I'm ready to get back on this um, consistent podcast. And uh, just to kind of recap, we did uh, chapter four last week. So if you want to go check that out, it's already up and published. And uh, we covered websites and portfolio writing on your website. So that was really exciting. So if you want to listen to that, go check out those uh, that episode and the previous ones well if you want to get caught up. A little recap on uh, the Art Alliance, which is uh, a group that I started a couple years ago. And we had our first meetup here in San Angelo last week at a bar called Marshall Pint, and it was wonderful. We had 21 artists show up, which is a great number, much more than I expected. I really thought we were just going to get maybe a handful, you know, show up. So everything just kind of fell into place, you know. I was getting there, and I saw a few folks there, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I went to the back, and there were huge round tables set up, uh, folding chairs, and more people kept on pouring in. And we got drinks, and we the presentation went off uh, without a hitch, and we answered questions, and we got to know each other, and it was great, and we talked art. It was wonderful. And we even got some new members out of it, which was great. Uh, so the word is spreading, and we are going to set uh, – I've already set the date for the next one, which I'll mention at the very end of this podcast, as well as some new um, – updates on events and shows we have coming up. So stay tuned for that. And for right now, we're going to do half of chapter five because chapter five is kind of hefty. If you have the book in front of you, great. Um, This chapter is on opening your studio. And I did take a lot of notes here. So we're going to follow along. I'm going to be, uh, I got the book in front of me. So we're going to be talking about some of the main points that I think are important. Obviously, you would want to read the book for yourself and and get as much value as you can out of it and and reading some of the other stuff. But here's some of the main things that I want to comment on um, based on my 12-year experience in in running uh, an art business as well as doing consulting uh, as well. So there's just some insights here and and, and especially in running a gallery too because I've done that as well. I did that for nine years. So let's talk about it. So in this section, it's all about setting up your open studio. And I realize not every artist is going to have a studio that they can welcome people to, but we're going to get to that here in a little while because I think the information is going to be relevant either way. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, so one of the first things I highlighted here was, you know, uh, they mentioned that it's it's probably better that you sooner rather than later, if you're at that stage where you're ready to start talking about your work, that you start thinking about doing a studio uh, tour. And again, we're going to mention if you don't have one right now, that's okay. But it kind of all plays in together in terms of what you need to get used to because eventually you're going to be in front of people with your artwork. So the sooner you can capitalize on that kind of opportunity and jump on it when you're ready to get to that level, then I would say go ahead and do it because uh, it's going to teach you a lot about how you need to um, prepare your artwork. Um, and the more you do it and the more natural you will feel and you'll always feel a little nervous, but it will never be like the first couple times and you need to get over that hump. Um, and so one of the things they, they, I thought they were, they provided interesting commentary on was about doing it with a group. And we're starting to create that sort of environment here in San Angelo because honestly, we don't really have it here. We do have it in a sense in terms of we do have an artist group which is the nonprofit uh, over at the Kindle Art Gallery. And they, they are a co-op of, of artists 
that run a nonprofit and they do it right. They really do. Um, I just don't think that it encompasses everything that San Angelo has to offer in terms of visual arts. So it doesn't, it does have a place here, but it doesn't offer, um, you know, for, for instance, all the space that it, that it has at its disposal. So, um, it's a, it's a great example, but we can also talk about other examples as well which is what we're going to be doing here with Art Alliance. And I'll mention that at the end of the podcast. But in this sense, it's it's important to participate in these open studios um, so that you can practice, you know, studio visit skills is what they say here in the book and build an audience um, and create excitement around your work. And people get to meet you, which is something that people want to do. Patrons and, and, and fans, they want to meet you, the artist. And a lot of us aren't comfortable with the social aspect. I get that. But here and there, it's good to muster up some energy to do it, you know, not every single day, obviously, but, you know, maybe once a quarter, something like that, you know, or once a year even, you know, it doesn't even have to be that that often. But it's important that you think about it that way because you're eventually going to have to do that. Um, so in this sense, I'm going to kind of spill the beans later on in the podcast, but there are some really great things here because they talk about setting up um you know, and getting ready, which is really important. And you need to make sure that when you're setting up for a studio visit, if it's even just a temporary thing and you do have a studio, um, you know, with maybe limited, you know, time that you spend in there, but let's say you do have a a studio um, or a place that you're showing, you know, go in there and, and make sure that you tidy up, you know, if you've got a work area, make sure you put away some stuff. I wouldn't necessarily eliminate everything, because I think it's interesting to let people see your creative process and get a glimpse of it, but I would tidy it up and make sure that you're putting up artwork um, that you think well represents you. And in this in this chapter, they talk about putting up only three bodies of work, so that it's you know it's a more cohesive, you know, very kind of intentional showing of your work. It doesn't have to be you know work in progress. You know, I think. If you have something like that, you can leave maybe one or two out just to kind of give people an idea of what you're working on. But don't leave out everything that you have (laughs) that you have not finished or worked on. Um, Pick and choose what you want to show so that you get to see your best work because that's the first impression is going to be important. Um, And also keep those the amount of work that you're placing on the wall concise. You know, you don't want it to be overwhelming unless it has something to do with the message of your work. Keep it clean, keep it very curated, and if you have extra work, just keep it in the back somewhere, a storage area, so that if people want to see more, you can privately show them what you have. Um, And then, of course, you want to make sure that you have a website, you know, that you have running where folks can find your work after they leave. Uh, I love that they mentioned in this book about making sure somebody walks away with what uh, something from your studio. So whether it's a flyer or a, a postcard or something that kind of rem- reminds them of that visit. And I think that's important. We'll talk about that in a minute. So I really do like that. They, they talk about the hanging part, which I thought was really interesting because I haven't really actually seen this in many other places where they tell you about how to hang your, your artwork in terms of how it should be placed vertically, you know, how high to hang it. And they say here the standard height for hanging flat work is 57 inches from the ground uh, to the center of the work, uh, which is a great way to hang because it creates consistency. Now, whether or not 57 inches is a standard, 
that's you know that's really i think it depends on the show space you know if you got low ceilings you know then you might have to cut a few inches there but i think 55 to 62 um, is a good range and it creates consistency and i would stick with that if when you're hanging all the way around or whatever space that you have and i've hung quite a few shows and we we definitely worked within that range um on a consistent basis and it does create a cohesive experience especially if you got a a lot of work so anyway they do mention this thing called the cleat system which is hanging your artwork and it's it's archaic (laughs) is what it is it's not relevant you know it should be with hanging wire you know if you put these cleat systems and if you're in the book you'll see it it's it's a wedge it's a wooden wedge one piece is on the wall screwed to the wall and the other one screwed to the back of your artwork and i'm like who is going to hang it that way in their home (laughs) you know it seems archaic i wouldn't do that i would do the wire which they do mention here um they do go on to mention a little bit about um sculpture installation so as long as you're doing a sculpture the only thing you need to know is make sure that you have appropriate pedestal to display your artwork um and if it's bigger than that then just make sure that you've got a nice little area where somebody's either not going to mess with it, sit on it, stand on it, touch it, hang off of it, whatever the case is. Uh, just make sure that it's it's a good location for that. Um, the hosting part, they mentioned, you know, you want to, and if you've ever been to an art opening or an art show, you know they've got hors d'oeuvres and they've got maybe some live music and maybe something to drink, which is all great. My advice to you is try to make the experience memorable, um, make it unique to you, and do something different. Everybody does cheese and wine and and snacks and hors d'oeuvres. Everybody does it, okay? If you're going to do it, something like that, then make it memorable. Do something interesting that nobody else is doing, and that's what's going to stick out in other people's minds, you know? If if you're seeing, like, little plastic cups with wine, then do, you know, do do children's sippy cups with... <laughs> with with like a fruit punch that's you know spiked and unspiked and everybody's got to be walking around with sippy cups sippy cups are super cheap over at dollar dollar store do something interesting that has something to do with your work that people are going to you know remember and then maybe they'll walk away with it too which you know wouldn't be a bad thing so uh think interesting things that you can do for the opening itself in order to give people uh something to walk away with besides a flyer or a postcard okay um, and then you also have to make sure that you have a mailing list. Not everybody's going to have this to send invitations out, but even if it's just family and friends, put in the effort as if it's to going to a collector and send them an invitation. And then in the future, or as you move forward, make sure that you're recording everybody's you know, either email or addresses so that you can send them an invitation directly. Um, ideally, it would be to your collectors. Okay. Um, Talking about your work is something that I think everybody struggles with. And they mention this is, and they trying to do say that try to explain what you're doing in less than two minutes. That's such an overwhelming message. And they do say that it's hard and, you know, it's, it's kind of difficult to put everything into words in less than two minutes, unless you've already written it out. And in those cases, it's going to sound rehearsed. So, you know, try to find a way that you can talk about your work you know, without it sounding like it's too prepared, keep it to two to three main points about your artwork and talk about that. And then, and then, you know, move on through the conversation, however is most appropriate, but make it sound natural. Um, Pricing and selling your work. I think this is a really important part. I hope they talk about pricing and selling a, a little bit more here because that's an entire chapter by itself. So, 
you know, if you're part of a gallery, you're not going to be necessarily having um, to do all that work, um, especially the selling. But the pricing you will have to figure out uh, from the very beginning. And that's an important topic to cover. They do mention some important things here, like, you know, want to make sure you don't devalue your work. I thought there was a really great list that they provide of how you want to approach the pricing itself. And I won't go through all of these these um, ideas here in terms of pricing your work, but I would go through a few of them. One is, uh, you know, basing off uh, your price and sales history is important. So if you do have a history of sales, you do want to at least be consistent with that. Um, you want to take a look at what materials went into creating your artwork, uh, as well as any fixed costs that you have, like printing, framing, you know, um, material costs, uh, like paint, that type of stuff, how long the piece took for you to make and, and how big it is. All those things have a impact on how you price your artwork. And I realize that's a lot to cover um, and figure out, but this is a good list. So I recommend starting here. And finally, I think this makes a really good point, which is you want to go to your local galleries where there's some emerging artists or even mid-level artists and try to see if you can find a resume online or there at the gallery or studio so that you can kind of get a sense of, okay, this person, this level of their career, this is how much they're charging. They're in this city. They're in that city. You know, like you, you can do your due diligence and figure out where prices are based on somebody that's a little bit similar to what you're doing, you know, and so that way you can have a sense, a good feeling of it. Um, but you never want to be in a position where, you know, you are showing at a gallery and then you are having an opening or part of an exhibition or studio tour and the gallery you have a contract with to show is wanting to make sure that you are getting paid, maybe that you get 70%, they get 30%. You don't want to undercut them at that event. And this makes a good point. You never want to be in a, in a position where you have a contract with a gallery and then you meet somebody at the gallery and they want to commission you or they want to buy a piece of artwork, you always want to go through the gallery first because if the gallery finds out that you're undercutting them just so that you can keep your 30% and they're working hard to host an event and buy the drinks and send invitations out for you, that could create, destroy that relationship. So don't ever do that. Always respect the relationship you have um, with the gallery. Um, and they're going to negotiate the you know, discounts for you. If you're, if you give them permission to do that, they'll handle the sales process and which can be very daunting and, and stressful for artists. So, you know, make sure you respect that. And if you're on your own, you're going to do all that stuff yourself. I think we should go more in depth on that, um, uh, on the next chapter, uh, or maybe if they have a, or the rest of the chapter, I should say, or if they have another chapter that goes into pricing and sales, because it's really important. And I really want to talk about that because it's, it is more complicated I think artists make it more complicated than it needs to be. Um, and there are some very simple, basic rules that I've learned um, in order to make that sales process smoother and less stressful. So anyway, we're going to stop right there. That is uh, half of chapter five, which is about doing a studio tour and opening it up to the public. Uh, so there's some great knowledge there, and I would highly recommend you guys check it out and um read the read to this part of the book because we're going through it together and if you have any ideas about it feel free to uh you know to leave a comment or a review on the podcast and i'd be happy to to get back to you guys or if you want to message me directly uh we have uh we have our website artalliance.angelo.com you can find us on social media 
um, or you can message me directly at alejandrofineart.com. Either one. So anyway, that's wrapping up the uh, this part of the chapter. I wanted to talk a little bit about what we have coming up with Art Alliance, if you guys are here in San Angelo. We have some great, uh, great news. First of all, the meetup is going to be February 23rd. Uh, we're trying to keep it to the last Thursday of the month. So again, uh, another Thursday night at Marshall Point downtown San Angelo. They're on uh, Contro Avenue. Uh, so look it up. It's a great space. Nice and nice and uh, calm on a Thursday night, and they're giving us the back area to use. And again, 21 artists last time, and hopefully we'll have either the same or a little bit more at the next meetup. We also have a, a art challenge, our first one that we're doing, which is this month. It's the Ferriary Challenge, which is all you got to do is create um, uh, something in the theme of fairies. And we're going to repost and uh, share your artwork. So go to our Instagram or Facebook and check out the challenge. Uh, it's all month long. All you have to do is one piece. It's not like a daily thing. One piece is all you have to do and post it up. And we are anybody that participates this month and tags us and uses the hashtag made in San Angelo. We're going to give you $10 off your yearly membership for joining the Art Alliance, which if you don't know is $50 a year. So that would be a $40 a uh, a year instead of 50 so i don't know what that is per month because i'm terrible at math but it's pretty good it's a pretty good deal so um the other thing that we have going on is we're going to do our first online art show in order to select an artist of the quarter in partnership with the uh, discover san angelo or visitor center here in san angelo texas and the part of the prize is they're going to get to show their artwork uh for a whole quarter they're at the visitor center. They're creating a whole new area to celebrate visual artists. And we're going to help select the artist uh, through the online art show. And we're also going to have uh, find some other sponsors as well to provide some prizes um, in uh, for the runners up. Uh, in addition to, of course, the artists of the quarter being selected from the online art show. So the online art show is going to uh, we're going to put that together and sending out on email and put it on our newsletter and put it on our website to make sure everybody knows the details of submitting. So more on that to come. That's going to be coming up very soon because they're going to be selecting artists of the quarter April 1st and allowing that artist to show in the visitor center and sell the artwork as well with the 20% cut in commission. So you get 80 and the visitor center will get 20. So that's really exciting. Um, the What else did we want to mention? That's the meetup done, Ferriary done, online art show um, for Artists of the Quarter. So that's that's it for right now. We do have some more stuff coming, but I don't want to give away too much because it's very exciting. Uh, so we have the book club going on. We have the meetup going on. We've got the art challenges going on. Uh, we have new members that are coming into the Art Alliance, which we're very excited about. And we have some very interesting collaborations to help push the art community forward. And I hope you guys are getting some value out of joining the book club and figuring out this whole art business monster and trying to get you guys in the right direction and and uh, with all the tools you need. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, tune in again next week, and we're going to be moving on with the rest of chapter five of the book called artwork again by heather bandari and jonathan milber so all right talk to you guys next time uh and get out get out there and create have a good one